Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Hello and good morning. I'm Matt Jackson. Welcome to Going Greyhounds on this Tuesday morning. Quite a big show today. We'll have a chat with with John Dard, who's who star Greyhound Typhoon Sammy took out the Bendigo Cup as the feature race last week, Greyhound racing wise, and of course this week at Goulburn. Uh, we've got the, the Golden Cup final as uh, along with the, the Fireball as well. And we'll chat with Clay Mawson, uh, whose superstar Jungle Juice uh, announced his retirement only a couple of days ago. So it's a jam-packed show. Our first guest this morning will be John Dart to talk about Typhoon Sammy after he won the Bendigo Cup last Friday night. Racing. Typhoon Sammy began fairly well. Now drives through and gets to the lead with Shimashine. Bale deep on the track was Salad Dodger. Behind them was Quinlan Bale. Deeper Panadero Warrior. Well back to Aston Merritt. He's no slouch. And Orson Mick. But Typhoon Sammy. Three in front on the turn. Salad Dodger to second. Quinlan Bale running on. He's all out. Typhoon Sammy. But he makes it three. Typhoon Sammy wins the Bendigo Cup. Second's a photo. Salad Dodger's got it on the outside of Quinlan Bale. They were clear then of Aston Merritt, who's railed through... For yeah, that was Typhoon Sammy taking out the Bendigo Cup last Friday night. We're joined by his owner now, John Dart. Good morning to you, John. Uh, morning, Matt. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Firstly, a big congratulations on, on his performance there on, on Friday night. You must have been utterly thrilled with, with how he got the job done. Yeah, no, we're all excited. Uh, he did what he had to do and uh, got the bonus, which is very good. And just touching on that fifty thousand dollar bonus for winning three country cups in Victoria in a in a calendar year, that must be a, a pretty special for for yourself and your family to to be able to have a greyhound that that can do that. Not many are able to to win the three cups in a year. I think Ferdinand Boy uh, was able to do it last year, so it's uh, it holds him in good stead as far as a, the country cups circuit is concerned, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Uh... Very hard to win those, to win one, but let alone three. We always knew he had the ability. He's a perfect U-turn dog, and uh, we're very happy with the result. Yeah, no, and justifiably so. What's the plans with him going forward now? I know we we spoke last week, and you did mention about the the Hobart Thousand uh, down in Tasmania in a couple of months' time, which will really suit him. Do we see him uh, have a crack again at the Melbourne Cup? Of course, famously, he won a, a heat last year, um, but wasn't that, didn't actually make it through due to a dead heat in, a, in another heat. So do we see him try and get some redemption, I suppose, in the Melbourne Cup, or, uh, will, you, or will Jason continue to focus on those, those one-turn tracks? No, um, after the race, Jason said he'd have a crack at the Melbourne Cup. There's no more country cups, I don't think, this year. So, uh, yeah, it'll be the Melbourne Cup then, Hobart, for sure. And uh, going into the the Melbourne Cup, of course, obviously, the disappointment of last year, what would it mean if he could if he could get some sort of redemption and 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 qualify for the, for the cup final again and give himself an opportunity to, to, to win one of the most prestigious races on the Greyhound calendar? Yeah, well, that's... A couple of months ago, I said to Jake, uh, could you do one thing, put him in the Melbourne Cup? And he sort of didn't really want to, but uh, now he's won the three country Cup. He said straight away, we'll go for the Melbourne Cup. And do you feel like he's he's getting better with age? He's always 
had the talent, but um, since he's headed back down to, to Victoria after having that stick with you guys up on the Northern Rivers, he's he's going as well as he ever has. Do you do you think there's still some improvement there with him? He is going to be four in, in January. Do you still think he, he can get a little bit better, or do you think he's... His best yeah. is probably behind him. No, when we when we sent him back to Jace this time, he trialled him on. He went back on a Saturday, trialled him Monday, and he said he's flying. He's going as good as he's ever been, you know. So um, no, the Northfield breeder Graham's the toughest thing. Um, I think he's going as good as he's ever been. Yeah, well, he certainly proved that on on Friday night with his win there. He was. He was quite dominant winning the, the Bendigo Cup. Well, a big congratulations, firstly, on taking out that big Group 2 feature at Bendigo last Friday and, and all the very best over the next couple of months. I'm, I'm sure uh, no one would uh, begrudge you um, and all your family and Jason as well if he could qualify for the, the Melbourne Cup and then run a big race in the final because he's got that early speed, which will hold him in good stead. And then, of course, the Hobart 1,000. As well, so it will be a big couple of months for you, John, and all the very best. Yep, thanks very much, Matt. So that is John Dar talking about his superstar sprinter Typhoon Sammy, who was brilliant winning the the Group Two Bendigo Cup last Friday night, and as we just heard, will be contesting the Group One Melbourne Cup at Sandown in around a month's time from now. We'll head for a quick break, and the other side, we'll chat with John Mellon, who prepares Melcat Big Boy into the Golden Cup final this week. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing, Hugo Girl fired out on all cylinders. She landed two in front of Forever Thankful Coco Model. Working up Milcat, Big Boy out wide. They'll follow by Spring Mini or Sally's Reward and Oreo Ethics, a tail ender. Hugo Girl through the first corner, led by two. Coco Model, Milcat, Big Boy to the outside. A break, Spring Mini or Sally's Reward as they turn. Hugo Girl the leader. The inside, Coco Model and Milcat, Big Boy's running her down. Hugo Girl, Milcat, Big Boy, the boy, I think. I think Melcat Big Boy might have nailed Yuko Girl on the line. There's nothing in it. Third home of the race, Coco Model from Spring Meteor. A break in the field then came Sally's reward forever. Yeah, there was nothing in the photo, but Melcat Big Boy was able to get there in the last stride and qualify for the Golden Cup final this Friday. And we're joined by his trainer now, John Mellon. Good morning to you, John. G'day, mate. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Firstly, congratulations on, on winning the heat there on Friday. You must have been utterly pleased uh, to be able to qualify, but more so in the way that he was able to qualify, giving a start to, to Yuko Girl and, and just mowing her down late. Matt, every time I watch the replay, I can give the photo to her, I can tell you. Well, I must admit, when I was watching the race live, I didn't think he had any chance of being able to, to run her down, but it just goes to show how strong... Uh, he is, and, and how much he does love that track down there at Goulburn, a big spacious track, of course, and it really does suit him and his racing style, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Uh, he still holds the run-home record at Goulburn, I'm pretty sure. Um, Goulburn, Bly, those big tracks, that's what really suits him. And going into the, the final this week, you look at the box draw, think box four, it's, it's somewhat a little bit awkward, but it's I guess the, the the benefit of that box is the fact that he's got Yuko Gorge on his inside and then Aston Barak on his outside. So it, he, when you first look at it, you think, oh, no, box four. But it, it it's not the worst draw for him, is it? Well, no, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, 
we're, we're hoping, thinking along the same lines that he might get the trail up behind them too. Um, though in the Southern Stars, um, we had the seven, Barack had the eight. When he come out, he just cut us in half. Um, that's a fear as well. Yeah, I can imagine. So I've always thought Aston Barak liked to, to steer away from the rail, but perhaps when he's out wider, he might cut left. So hopefully, ideally, he will uh, leave you alone and allow you to get that nice run just just behind. And and then with him being so strong late, he's he's going to be hold he's going to be hard to hold out. Uh, late in the race, what would it mean to you to be able to win a feature like the the Golden Golden Cup, particularly with this year the the prize money increase as well? Oh man, it, it means a lot to us. We're just an operation; we breed our own, uh, race our own. We send a few out. Um, it just helps keep the operation going, ticking over. Breed another litter. Hope for something a little bit better next time. Um, so he'll be hard to top, I think. Yeah, absolutely. He's very good. And what's the the plans with him going forward? Um, of course, there's a there's a lot of options in the, in this day and age in greyhound racing. Whether you head south or do stay here in New South Wales, what what sort of plans have you got in place for him over the next couple of months? Is a race like the uh, the Melbourne Cup in in Victoria on his agenda, or closer to home, or, uh, perhaps a race like the Megastar? We're, he'll probably go down to Steve White. Well, not probably. We've already spoken to Steve. There's a plan for him to go down there. Um, the one-turn tracks. Look, Melbourne Cups and things like that um, may be out of his range. He, he is a better big track dog, even though he does handle it. The problem is he needs clear air, and it's harder to get that on the tighter tracks. Simple as that. Um, yeah. Um, I heard you mention earlier the Hobart Thousand. Well, I think that's a race that could suit him. Uh, but look, mate, if he goes to Melbourne or when he goes to Melbourne to Steve, that'll be for Steve to plan, not me. Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, well, that that Hobart Thousand. I guess, I guess there's probably a few greyhounds in the in the same boat that are big one-turn spacious tracks too. I can think of off the top of my head are probably Plaintiff and Typhoon Sammy, who we just spoke to to John Dart about. So. Uh, that could shape up to be a very hot race, and a, a track like that is is pretty similar to to a, a bull eye and a Goulburn, so it would suit him down to the ground. You would have thought, but I guess that's a a decision to be made at a later time. So good luck, firstly this this Friday. Um, I'm sure if he gets clear running, um, he's going to be a very very good winning chance, and 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 just mainly just hope that he can get a clear run and comes home in one piece. That's about it, mate. And that's the, like everyone in the race. We just want clear air, safe run, and let our dogs get a chance to do their best. Yeah, that's all you can ask for. So good luck on Friday. Thanks, mate. Thank you very much. There's John Mallon, who prepares Melcat Big Boy into the Golden Cup final this Friday afternoon. It's a, a terrific race as well. And he'll be right there at the, at the finish if he gets clear running. We'll head for... A quick break on the other side. We'll chat with Neil Stades, who's got Rudgery Jack also in that Golden Cup final. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing. 
Good level start to Wallaway. Good odds, Buzz and Cow. Go Ethics out wide. Now the favourite, Father Rich, back worse than midfield. Good odds, Buzz and Cow. Go Ethics together at the first quarter. We're entering track. Try to come off their back. Lucky Lance working up right in the back of them. Father Rich got around them the third. Followed by Super Aussie and Campbell and Hooper as they turn. Good odds, Buzz and Cow. Go Ethics have been at each other. Lucky Lance, the Queenslander. Out wide, Father Rick. We're injury, Jack. We're injury, Jack. And Father Rick split it. Nothing between them. Now third home in the event. Or Cal Go Ethics is right there too. And Lucky Lance fourth. Followed then by Good Odds Buzz. Super Aussie at last in with Colborne. Hooper. It was a day of close finishes down there at Goulburn last Friday. And well, Rudgery Jack was able to get that photo and qualify for the Goulburn Cup final. We're joined by his trainer now, Neil Staines. Good morning to you, Neil. Yeah, good morning. Matt, how's it going? Yeah, not too bad. Firstly, well done uh, with Rudgery Jack qualifying him through to the Goulburn Cup final. You must have been, I guess, somewhat pleased with with him with him qualifying. He's just getting better all the time, isn't he? Yeah, mate, we're over the moon. Being a being a local track for us is just um, yeah, it's, it's it's good to be able to make the the Golden Cup. Yeah, and, and that you're right, the dog is improving all the time. It's um, a bit of time, and um, yeah, I hope he turns into a, a real good dog. Yeah, well, he's only, he's not yet two and a half years of age, and I feel like the, the last month to six weeks, he's he started to go to a new level. Do you think that is having come to Wentworth Park and testing better races? Of course, he came through the Young Star Series. He just missed out on qualifying for the final there when, when runner-up behind Zipping Sabrina in the heat and then didn't have much luck in the, the consolation behind Punter's Bandit. Do you think getting that experience against the, the better class of dog is holding him in good stead for for him to then step up to that level? Yeah, most certainly. He's um, he's a dog that just uh, it took a lot of time. He's having a lot of box problems and he, he's starting to get his act together now. And it's just, it's just been time, Matt, and uh, patience with him. He's a big dog. He needs to... Um, he needs them a couple of steps to get himself balanced up. And um, like Wentworth Park, he, he found it a bit difficult there for a while. Like he tried well there, but it's a bit different when you're in a field. And he was um, he's getting his act together there. To his last start, he, he won in, I think it was 29.8 or something, which was very pleasing. But um, yeah, the dog's just, I'm very happy with the way he's going. He's doing everything we're asking And... Uh... And obviously he reached a, a new career peak when winning the, the heat last Friday. It must have been more pleasing, I suppose, to to not jump brilliantly and still have to work in that quality of field and, and still get the job done. It must give you a, a little bit of confidence. He's got the same draw this Friday, albeit in a in a far stronger field. But it must give you confidence that he doesn't need to, to have to nail the start in the, in the better grade. He can overcome... Uh, some difficulties and, and still be good enough to win. That must give you confidence going forward that, yeah, he can overcome some issues. Yeah, well, that's right. And, and being Goulburn, his home track, his school there, he, uh, I, I know what the dog can run around Goulburn. Uh, he's, he's compatible. He can um, he can compete, compete against the dogs that he's in with. He just needs to get a bit of luck, mate. And, um, and uh, like everybody in the race, you know, they, they all, we're all going to need luck. And yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And and you talk about Goulburn being your home track. What would it mean if you were lucky enough to to win the cup on Friday? Oh, mate, it, it means everything. It means everything to you. Like it's um, 
right to the family, um, and it's just something that we all trainers strive for is to um, to win big races uh, and, and to to be your local track even better. It's even yeah. better. Absolutely, particularly with with family and and all that close by, I, I can imagine it would be yeah, sure. uh, very uh, an, an emotional win if 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 he can get the job done now. I mentioned earlier, he's not yet two and a half. What's the the future look like from a racing standpoint with him? Um, just hopefully get continue to get him better and better, getting to Wentworth Park, and then try and imp- improve on that twenty nine eighty six. It's still a fast run, but try and improve on that, and then and hopefully in say six months time, in a race like the the Golden Easter Egg comes up, he's he's up and firing and and having a crack at that big Group One race. I imagine that's probably. A, a nice little plan for him. That's that's it, mate. You get him down to weddings, even get him through his grades down there. Um, try and pick up a couple of country cups on the way um, locally. Like you, we got our Wagga Cup coming up. We got and tomorrow Cup. Yeah, they'll be. He'll be. Um, I'll be looking towards them for him as as we go. Yeah, and, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Say? Yeah, I'm sure wherever you do go, um, with with. The, the form that he's starting to show and, and building that consistency, I think that's also an important part is once once they find that form, if they can keep that consistent nature going, it's just a, a natural thing that they'll continue to improve the more confident they get as well. That's it, yeah. He's such a beautiful dog. He's a, he's a dog you put in the, in, the, in the kennel and he's on the mat before you turn around and walk back out, mate. You know, so, and and they're, they're the signs of a of good dogs. Yeah, absolutely they are. Well, good luck on Friday uh, in the Goulburn Cup final. I'm sure if he gets the right luck, he's he's definitely a winning chance, particularly from that inside draw. And I know it, by talking to you this morning, it would mean a lot. So good luck there on Friday. Thanks very much, Matt. You have a good day. Will do. There's Neil Staines who trains well, Rudgery Jack, who will contest the, the Goulburn Cup final this Friday of course, at Goulburn. We'll head for a short break. On the other side, we'll chat with Clay Mawson, the owner of Jungle Juice, who announced the reti- who was announced as retired only a couple of days ago. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. And they're racing now, and Wow jumped brilliantly. He landed two lengths in front from Chase Me Honey and Jungle Juice is third on the rail. This is set up for something special already. Into fourth placing is Where's Rocky. They're followed by Wicked Flash. Next came Bandit Ned. Well back in the field is Dewitt and Irika Riley. Off the back straight and it's Well a length and a half in front. Here's Jungle Juice starting to close strongly around the turn. Well left the rail. Jungle Juice is coming through. Jungle Juice grabbed the lead. Jungle Juice. It's the fairy tale win. He's beaten Well and Chase Me Honey. Where's Rocky fourth? They're followed by Wicked Flash. Bandit Ned, do it. Yeah, that was Jungle Juice taking out the Group 1 Pause of Thunder at the start of this year, and it was only announced a day or two ago that he has been officially retired, and we're joined by his tra- uh, his owner, Clay Mawson now. Good morning to you, Clay. Good morning, Matt. Firstly, must be a, 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 a must have been a sad past couple of days with the, the retirement of Jungle Juice, but at the, the same time, you must be utterly proud with with what he was able to achieve on the racetrack. Yeah, absolutely, Matt. Um, sad time in some respects, I suppose, but uh, he's taken Brian and I and our families on uh, 
on quite a ride, the ride of a lifetime, I suppose. He's given us a lot of highs, a lot of good times. Um, but in the end, uh, his health and welfare uh, were our priority. Uh, he owes us nothing, uh, yet we owe him absolutely everything. So um, the decision to retire was a pretty easy one. It was a no-brainer. Um, his welfare uh, came first, so it was pretty easy in the end. And it was just a, a case of injuries catching up with him. If he'd had, we we hadn't really seen him. We'd seen him once since he he went down to to Melbourne to contest the uh, the carnival down there. And then, of course, he had that one return run, but uh, had no luck at Gundagai back in June. It was just a matter of injuries catching up with him, and he was getting to an age where it was just too hard to come back from. Yeah, pretty much so. He uh, he pulled up a bit scratchy after a heat of the Australian Cup back in May or June and Jack wasn't quite happy with him, got him off to the vet and he, he had what was called a, a flake on his hock, uh, which had just lifted a little bit and, and his vet was a little bit concerned. So we needed that to calcify and sit down and that took probably 10 or 12 weeks and he'd just come good from that and uh, the chief havoc piece at Gunnada, where he had the bad fall, was probably the one that brought him undone. He, he pulled up very, very sore from that in the back muscle and um, it was just an ongoing battle uh, in the end to, to get him right. Just when we thought we had him right, we'd have a bit of a setback and the same again. And as I said, his welfare uh, was paramount to us and, it, you know, it, he gave us a great ride and it, it was time for him to, to live the life. Um, there was no way we were going to jeopardise his health. So, uh, as I said, it was pretty easy decision in the end. Yeah, it sounds like that. And a, a greyhound like him that's done so much for, for you guys and, of course, Jack and Marie as well. It's it's a pretty easy decision. You don't want to put them through that through that pain, I suppose, of trying to get back to the races and and not giving back to them what, they, what they've given to you, I suppose, over their career. Exactly. That's exactly right, Matt. And it was a double Group 1 winner of all the big race wins that, that he had, of course, he won the, the Paws of Thunder and the, the Gold Bullion in the space of a couple of weeks. What was the, the highlight for, for you guys as an ownership group? Uh, yeah, it's probably hard to pick one out, I'd imagine. Um, every race is special for us. I think when we first bought the dog, we would have been happy enough winning a couple of races in town. That was the plan. Um, so to, to get a dog like him, a once-in-a-lifetime dog, to, uh, to come along and... I suppose all Group 1 races are special, but all his wins were special. And I think also, Matt, some of the some of the races where he, he probably got rolled, uh, the top gun was, you know, he didn't win that race. Same with the Phoenix. But he tried his guts out. And to give a dog like Aston Rupee eight, nine, ten lengths in a, in a, uh, in a top gun when he, he missed a kick from box eight and he, he was beating four lengths. I mean, they're the runs that people don't notice, but they're the runs that the owners, we, we notice, and... Um, just things like that. They were highlights to run 29.5 at his fifth start at Wentworth Park and then 29.3 a couple of starts later and winning the new sensation. I mean, they were just highlights, I suppose. They were great wins. Uh, to do that at such an early age was was uh, was amazing. So, yeah, there was plenty of highlights along the way. I suppose the Group 1 Pause of Thunder at Wentworth Park, we had our, our family and our friends and everyone there and that was um, that was great. So... Yeah, there was plenty of long highlights along the way. Hard to pick a a favourite, but they were all um, they were all great. It's a, a nice problem to to have a, 
a greyhound that uh, produces so many highlights for you. Hopefully one day I can find one uh, just the same. What are the the plans now going forward with him? Has he had much interest uh, from uh, from people as far as from a, a, a stud dog perspective is concerned? Yeah, we've had a fair bit of interest. Um, he was doing uh, stud duties while recovering from injury. Uh, he's been going to the vet for a while now. I think we've sold probably about 35 or 40 straws along the way. Um, so there's been a fair bit of interest. I think he's got 15 litres on the ground at the moment. Um, probably the oldest would be around six months old, so they're still a fair way off. But, uh, but yeah, the interest has been pretty good. But as you know, Matt, the breeding industry, it's very selective. People are very fussy about where they go with stud dogs and things like that. And, and they're probably sport for choice at the moment. We've had a lot of terrific dogs retire in the last couple of years. So um, there's plenty of competition out there when it comes to using stud dogs. Um, but I think, Given the opportunity, if he was to serve some, some quality bitches, I've got no doubt he'll be a success at stud. Yeah, I can I completely agree. You look at the the female line that uh, that that he's come from, and and how good that is, and if that translates to to him, and and then what he was able to do on the racetrack, he's he's qualities that he possessed. If he puts that into to his pups, I can't see how he won't be a success. He was he's one of the the more ferocious chases uh, that we've seen recently but not only was he was he that he was also so smart as well and he just knew where to go and um, if, he, if he puts that into into his pups I can't see how he won't be a success yeah absolutely look he had a great temperament nothing fazed him but he had that will to win he had chase and that's anyone that owns a dog or breeds dogs would know that that's the most important thing if they've got chase that's 90% of the battle and he had that he was a very smart dog um, he can work his way through a field, but uh, but yeah, he's got all the qualities of being a very good stud dog. Um, if the opportunity comes along, I've got no doubt he'll be a success. So yeah. uh, fingers crossed, and hopefully uh, uh, people want to use him along the way. Yeah, absolutely, I completely agree. And now that now that he's he's retired, have have you and Brian got any others coming through that uh, the listeners out there can can tune in? Tune in and, and listen and hopefully find that, that next, uh, I guess, people's dog, um, I suppose. It, it, for It'd be nice to think so, Matt. Um, but dogs like him are once-in-a-lifetime in a dogs, I think. So uh, I think everyone hopes at some stage they get a dog like Juice. But, yeah, look, we've got some pups on the ground. They're still a fair way off uh, starting their race careers. We've got uh, uh, probably six-month-old litter by our uh, big solar sky. Uh, we assisted a... Feral Frankie, good odds are rather, um, but they're a fair way off. Uh, probably purchase another dog or two here or there along the way. And, um, and of course, uh, Miss Esme, who, uh, who is in pup the yep. collision at the moment. Um, I've got my name down for one of them. So uh, when that time comes along, fingers crossed, hopefully she can produce uh, uh, a few winners uh, as well. So, um, yeah, we've got a few irons in the fire, but... Uh, at this stage, we're probably six or seven months off yeah, having something see. hit the track. Yeah, well, the, the the dreams out there, I suppose, now for you, I guess, to to try and find one as as good as as what the juice was. And yeah, I'm sure you said and done that. I think, but um, <laughs> yeah. you never stop dreaming. I mean, who'd have thought that we would have ended up with a dog like Juice? So anyone out yeah. there can happen to anyone. So yeah, absolutely. That, so. 
Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure it won't be from a lack of trying. So, um, firstly, congratulations on on Jungle Juice's career. He was a a genuine superstar, and I know that word gets thrown around uh, pretty willy nilly in this day and age. But he was a genuine superstar, and and not only did he capture the the greyhound racing world's attention, he he sort of extended past that. I know Dave Stanley was a, a massive fan, and a, a lot of people from the other codes in racing knew who Jungle Juice was, and um, yeah, there's not too many that can that can say yeah. that they were able yeah. to achieve that. You're right there, Matt. And look, he had a profile on the track, and uh, fortunately, it was good enough to use off the track. And uh, uh, if we could get one more person along to join our industry, um, I think we need to promote dogs like that. Uh, the wow, she's fast. She's a pearl. The juice. And if you've got a if you've got a good profile in, in the industry, if you can use that to market our game, um, even better still. So, uh, as I said, if you can uh, bring one or two more people into the industry. That's uh, that's what we want. So, yeah, you're absolutely. exactly right. Yeah. Absolutely, and the the great thing about greyhound racing is it's probably become more affordable for for the regular person. Whereas the the thoroughbred probably was like that, but now it's got to a point where it's it, unless you want to join a, a massive syndicate, it, it's probably out of touch with the the regular person. So, I think we, like you just said, we need to be promoting these these greyhounds, um, and and hopefully. Uh, getting more people on board because that's what we need to, to keep the sport going is into the future. Well, prize money these days is outstanding. It's amazing. And I mean, when you consider we bought Juice, I think we paid $5,000 for Juice and he went on to win 650-odd thousand. Um, uh, why not? You'd be mad not to get involved in the industry. There's a lot of luck involved, of course, but um, uh, it's a cheap way to get involved. Um, we've had people ringing us up from all over the place asking us, what to do and how to get involved and how do we buy a dog. So oh, I think that's a good thing. So fingers yeah. crossed that continues to happen. Absolutely. And uh, it's essential for the, the sport to, to keep thriving into the future. So firstly, a little bit bittersweet, but yeah, congratulations to yourself and Brian on, on the, the career that Jungle Juice had. And I'm sure we'll hear a lot more about him uh, at start. I'm, I'm sure he's going to be a success. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me, mate. Appreciate it. No problem. That is Clay Mawson talking about his superstar, Jungle Juice, who was retired a, a couple of days ago. Well, that wraps up this morning's show of Going Greyhounds. We'll be back next Tuesday. Uh, until then, take care and many winners.